Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother, Pedro Ruiz. Good morning, everybody. Pedro has creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week, every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is the show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. We are streaming live. This is episode 404, or 404, <laughs> code. Um, yeah, this week we have a uh, new project, a uh, little bit of prototyping, uh, community makes, all this and more on, you guessed it, 3D Hangouts. We're hanging out in the uh, Discord chat room. If you guys want to chat with us live, you can do so in any of the channels. Uh, You can go on the Discord. Pedro, what's the link for the Discord? The link for the Discord is discord.gg slash Adafruit. Come on and join. I forget how many people, tons of people there. <laughs> yeah. We'll also hang out in the YouTube chat <clears throat> on Twitch, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and Periscope. Yeah, Facebook, YouTube. These all launch. Yep, there we go. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll do some shout outs once people start percolating in. Um, shout out, oh. folks, real quick. Yep. We have Jimmy Henderson, Hendrickson. Hello, Vince. Good morning, morning. We have Tyeth and Duester. Hello, everybody. Hello. Good to see and hear everybody. DJ Devin. Guten Morgen. That might be German, I think. Anyway, yes. Good morning, good evening, everybody hanging out. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and get started with uh, today's coupon code and freebies. AWP.com slash free. You get all the details. Um, these are automatically added to your cart. The more money you spend, the more free items you get while supplies last. This week, for orders that are $99 or more, you get a half-size Perma Proto PCB. If your order is $149 or more, you get the half-size Perma Proto Plus KB2040. If your order is $199 or more, you get the KB2040, the half-size Perma Proto, and free UPS ground shipping, continental US only. And if your order is $299 or more, you get the free ground shipping from UPS, KB2040, half-size Perma Proto, and Circuit Playground Express. All of these get automatically added to your cart, like I said. Adafruit.com slash free. It has the page <laughs> with all the details. And if you want to buy anything today, our coupon code... Adabot will get you 10% off your order for today only for the next 24 hours until the code expires. And then we'll be back next week, hopefully, with another 10% off discount code. Tonight is uh, Show and Tell with um, JP hosting, special host. And then Ask Engineer is later uh, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Yep, yep, yep. So, with that, um, let me check in on the Discord. We got squid.jpg hanging out. Post here for everything. Okay, post all the posts. I will uh, entertain everybody. Schedule confirm. All right. Digi Devin is here to make sure Aidbot is okay and has two legs again. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, last week we were talking about Adabot as a project. Oh, yeah. And uh, while I was demoing it, Adabot slipped out of my hand and his leg broke. <laughs> that was an under-extruded part, and I had to reprint it. So I guess we'll just jump into it. Yeah, let's go ahead and check out. I got one, too. You got one, too. Everybody get their Adabots ready. Mine is sleeping. It's in sleep mode. This oh, is really cool. I have yeah. not tested the sleep mode. Yeah, oh. it actually the servo will actually go into like reset mode. I yeah. I, I also changed the I also changed the animation because it's easy to do so. So uh -huh. I, I have it like pulsing, kind of like a like the laptops that pulse their power buttons. Yeah, so I changed that. So three D printed Databot. We did this project um, many many years ago, but like now that. with the new Feather RP twenty forty, we're able to give Databot a life and a lot of different smarts and features. So it, this is the PropMaker Featherwing. It's been out for a little bit. They are back in stock right now. You can pick one up. Um, so this has got the, the RP2040 chip from the Raspberry Pi folks, an accelerometer for um, motion detection, shake detection, and uh, orientation detection. It's got this hefty um, screw block terminal, so you can just screw things in. And on the back here, you can see uh, the pinout. So it has a built-in I2S speaker amplifier. So you can have a speaker output right on the screw block terminal. You can uh, use a button. And then you have the three pins for NeoPixel. That's 5 volts, ground, and signal. And the NeoPixel gets a clean 5-volt um, signal. There's some extra features, like uh, you can turn up the gain with a little solder jumper here. If you don't want to use the, uh, the rechargeable LiPo battery, you can uh, use this here. It's got the trace to, to enable like alkaline AA batteries, AAA batteries, what have you. Um, you get the STEM IQT port, so you can have sensors, OLED, TFT displays uh, over I squared C. And then you have a servo header pin. So servos have three wire connections, uh, the signal, the voltage, and ground. And most servos have like a, a jumper cable already. So you literally just plug it in. That was the whole thing that Lamar wanted is to have things just plug in instead of having to solder it up, which is great. So USB-C, it's got, you can do Arduino, but we're doing CircuitPython because it acts like a USB thumb drive. So you can add all of your uh, MP3s, WAV files, fonts, assets, all that stuff, your code, your libraries, all get added in here through, uh, through the eight megabyte spy, spy, spy flash that you get. Uh, so fully featured. Um, All-in-one dev board for making Adabots, <laughs> lightsabers, ray guns, toys, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, so Adabot is uh, fully 3D printed. Um, it's got a servo-controlled um, head. And there's the speaker here. You got a slide switch, and you have a button. So the button triggers random audio files, and I sampled... Uh, 18 different clips from the Circuit Playground Puppet Show. Interesting. Uh, uh. <laughs> Accessing database. So the NeoPixel LEDs are in the back of the mouth. It's the NeoPixel stick. So that has eight NeoPixel LEDs. What? And um, the speaker is the mini oval speaker, which has like four ohms or whatever. And there's just a really fun, you know, little toy that really showcases, um, you know, CircuitPython, the prop maker, Feather, RP2040. And, you know, it's Adafruit's mascot. You know, Adabot was created, like, 
way back when Adafruit was founded. Um, it was designed by Philip Tyrone, Mr. Lady Ada, and Bruce Yan, who's our creative director. And I forget the lady's name, but the Adabot puppet was manufactured by uh, a lady who actually worked on puppets from Sesame Street. And uh, the design evolved a little bit, and it's a lot more cuter. Um, so, yeah, all the pieces are printed separately. Um, there's some back covers here um, that snap fit. The slide switch turns it on and off. Um, it's got a 500 milliamp LiPo battery that's rechargeable. The USB drive is accessible right behind um, Metabot here. So that's where the feather is. We'll take it apart in just a bit, but you have like these uh, posable legs, posable arms. Um, the claw can fully rotate. The limbs can fully rotate. The ears can fully rotate. The antennas or whatever. And it's just a super fun little toy. Oh, it's adorable. The kids love yeah, it. Yeah, it's super adorable. Kids love it. Um, all all the people like it, and I really like the. Uh, it's using the accelerometer to detect when uh, it's being laid flat, so Adabot is like sleeping. You could even like add a snoring sound effect. That would be annoying. That's what I thought it was gonna happen. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> you can you can totally add you know features to it. It's all done in CircuitPython. Uh, Liz Clark uh, helped put together the uh, the code for it, so she wrote it up, and then it's leveraging some of. Uh, Phil B's code for doing like a random servo movement. So that's really fun. And uh, yeah, it just kind of randomly rotates back and forth um, when it's in idle state. And uh, you notice when I press the button, well, the audio triggers and the, um, the, the NeoPixel lights up red. Ooh, so you can completely change that uh, as you like. And um, hi. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but Accessing database. lots of, like I said, 18 different samples from Adabot. Um, yeah, I tried to pick the f most interesting ones. Who are you? And what are we working on? We're working on Adabot. All systems are fully operational. Super cute. Great project uh, to build with, uh, with a classroom or kiddos. Maybe make it as a gift. Yeah. So I'm going to turn it off now. So uh, it's not so the servo isn't like going all crazy. We'll jump into the learn guide. How's that? Yes, let's check it out. Let's go to comments. Right. People like the print quality. Yes, came out pretty good. Post the links to the proper colors if you want to print out your own themed Adabot. Although we do have a gothic version, so it doesn't have to be the exact colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made a special one for PT because he likes. Uh, the color black. Oh, that's a good idea. Devin yeah, is playing, uh, uh, have Melissa or Jepler hook it up to chat GBT and tell stories. Oh, yeah. That, great there's idea. a lot of opportunities to uh, so much. to make a Wi-Fi controlled sensor. Control. Yeah, yeah. With the STEMI QT, you can add like a AQI sensor and Adabot yes. can say like, ah, the, the, the air is poor. And you could start coughing like. <laughs> yeah, it took the words right um, out of my mouth. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah right. Hunter, his hand can actually hold it, or I guess you can make a little mount to the back. There's still yeah, we can make little inside this guy to add more stuff, both inside the head and inside the body. Yeah, so totally. A little bit of room to add. Yeah, we just want to do like the, the the base minimum stuff. Like, what would Databot do? It's just like, all right, he's gonna his head's gonna move. You're gonna trigger some audio things, and we just kind of serendipitously came up with like, oh, let's do a sleep mode with the accelerometer.
Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you could shake it, but that would be kind of wrong. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I mean, it could whatever you want. Trigger like the whoa sound effects. Oh yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, like settle down there. Yeah, because we remember the Buzz Lightyear uh, robot. Like when he tips over, he has like a fall detection. He'd be like, "Help me mm-hmm. up here." Yeah, Space Ranger. Mm-hmm. So you do all sorts of fun stuff, and and uh, it's up to folks to to want to yeah, add on things to it. We had to stop. You guys. <laughs> We need to stop because we're gonna get future creep. Yeah. Um, Ooh, audio audio notification that, for the yes. mailbox when your yeah. print finished. When you get oh, a mail. Dude. So with Adafruit.io, Zapier, if this then that, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. Excited to see uh, people print this and add some of those additional features. Yeah. All right. So if you go to the Adafruit Learn system, uh, hey, real quick, would you? Would you check the Adafruit Learn system? My YouTube video is not loading here; like it's like broke. I'm going to have to chat with the uh, the the, uh, the Learn Dev folks because it's not like loading the YouTube video. And then when mm-hmm. I refresh it, it like breaks. So, bear with it. for me. You're in. Okay. I don't know what's wrong with my Chrome. Yeah, yeah, far, it works for me. Okay. Uh, maybe it's just a Chrome <laughs> issue. How funny! But... It, it it's usually the other way around where it I wasn't. Know. It won't load on Safari. Even the thumbnail, you know that one. It's always like a bit of a. <laughs> Never this is a live show. If things are broken, you know, you get to see it live, yeah. like when Adabot's leg broke. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we have to build yeah. all this stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, not work. I don't know what's going on there. Any Hoodle, the Adafruit Learn Guide has all the parts on the homepage, the overview. So the, uh, the Prop Maker Feather is in stock right now, 20 bucks. We got the mini oval speaker, the NeoPixel stick, the micro servo is out of stock, but maybe you have one on hand. You can also get one on Amazon. Oh, or uh, what about the other PID? That one we're actually using. That one's out too. That one's double the price, and yeah. I recommend using this one because you really oh. don't need the all metal gear. It's it's kind of overkill mm. for the thing. Like it's not pushing. It's like what is Adavot's headway? Like huh. I don't even know. Like a couple grams, you know? Like it's super light, light you know? <laughs> right? But anyway. <laughs> Uh, the button's just a regular button, no LED. You could add an LED, Pedro. No, you it doesn't fit. I want it. Oh, it doesn't fit. It's too, yeah. it's too it's big. Two millimeters. It's too, big. Too, too tall. Too, uh, you would oh. have to update like his whole body. and it, uh, It's a lot of editing. Yeah, there's a lot of editing that would. Yeah. The happen. biggest battery you could fit in there, though, is the 500 milliamp LiPo battery. It's one of our favorite batteries. Good, good amount. I think um, it's the smallest one you'd want to get away with. I think I have the 350 in this one, actually. Oh, really? 350? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, we also have a feather battery, but the cable's kind of short, so you mm. might you might uh, want to try it out first. Mm-hmm. Other little things, you got the, our favorite little slide switch, um, a Pico Molex connector that extends the, the battery from the speaker. You got your hardware for the, the M25, some heat shrink, um, silicone ribbon cable, which is our favorite to work with. And then additional parts, those magnets, um, the hands clamp onto uh, the joint and the claw. The magnets allow you to take it apart. You could glue it, but we like being able to take it apart. Yeah. We've ran into that where it's like, oh, well, good thing we can take it apart because I have to redo this. If you plan to take it apart, you know, you can glue it. It's up to you if you want. You can kind of see. I'll I'll do it just to demonstrate here. Let me uh, full screen you. Yeah, here's the two halves of the arm. There's little cavities that allow the uh, 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just got to get it right. Right. And it clamps it. So just yeah. be careful not to pinch your fingers. They're pretty strong magnets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we'll jump into the learn guide. I mean, we are in the learn guide. <laughs> uh, I do recommend these steel screws for securing the feather. Originally, we were going to have it snap fit in there, but like it kept breaking. So we're like, you know what? Just put some screws <laughs> holes in there and then use some metal screws um, to, to, to fully secure the feather into the back cover. All right, that's the overview page. Next up, CAD page has all the STLs. There are a lot of files. It's just a lot of... Uh, uh, parts to build Adobot in all the different colors and to make it, you know, support free. Um, there's little mounts like the pupils are separate, you know, and uh, the lightning bolt, the, lots of little parts. Oh, did you um, add the um, actually? I'll, yeah, you're in the 3D printing part page. Did you do the uh, filament swap option? I did not actually. It, that's it's on layer 14. It's layer 14. Um, all first right. up. Which part? The so the eyeballs or... and the mouth. So you can print both of those at the same time. Oh, that's cool. In white. And then on the 14th layer, you'll switch it. Um, you'll have the G-code setting to swap out. So it'll, your print will pause. It'll move over. And it'll let you swap it out for a blue color. So you can you have the uh, overhead. Maybe so you can, can share. The, uh, there you go. Yeah. So changes color there on the 14th Yeah, that's layer. really cool. Yeah, because the, the puppet has like these little stroke outlines that are colored. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go all out and go crazy, you can definitely do the color swap. You can paint it too, but obviously this is going to be more permanent. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it'll, it'll look more easier. Yeah. yeah. The eyes actually just pop in. That's not a layer swap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to it. Um, back to the learn guide. Uh, you're going to want to print multiple copies of things like the antenna, the legs. Uh, it's all listed here, basically. Pupil, legs, leg joint, feet, ear cup, claw. You just want to make two copies of those and print them all out. Um, but the, everything else that isn't listed here in the copies list um, just gets print a single time, one time. So that's good. Uh, the biggest part in the in the, uh, in the in the kit is the body. Uh, so I have some measurements here. It's pretty much going to fit on all the printers. Even the smallest printer, I think, is like 100 by 100 millimeters. It's going to fit just fine. Um, for the mouth, I recommend printing it in either translucent clear filament or white filament we use like a natural pla color that tends to uh, diffuse the leds very nicely and then if you want um the cad file for the feather rp2040 prop maker you can download it from our github repo um but the uh the source file is in the uh right here so if you want to modify any of the tolerances uh, to uh, to any of the various uh, parts, you can uh, download the step file, and then you can import that into Blender, FreeCAD, or if, use the Fusion 360 file if you're into that one. You can uh, you can modify it there, or you can modify the STLs with like Tinkercad or something. But um, I like the step file because it has original sketches, um, and you can uh, you know modify those sketches if you want to change. If if like tolerances don't seem to be lining up, you can always change it up. When it comes to the circuit diagram, it's great. Everything just plugs into the screw block terminal. The servo has its own header pin. Battery has a battery port. The only kind of component that you got to solder to uh, the pins on the feather is the slide switch. That's the enable and ground pin that allows you to turn the uh, the three volt regulator on and off. This is my favorite um, circuit diagram to make. So it's so easy. <laughs> it's really nice. 
Um, let's see. The CircuitPython, installing CircuitPython onto your Feather is pretty easy. We have a whole dedicated page on how to do that. Um, you basically hold down the boot button, hit reset. When you connect to your computer, and it shows up like a uh, USB drive, and then you drag and drop the firmware for CircuitPython, and then your board is ready to go. Again, shout out to Liz Clark for coming up with the code, writing it all up, and uh, making the code page for us. You can download all of the wave files, the libraries, uh, and the code using the project bundle button. It's this blue button here. Just click on that, and it'll pull everything from GitHub. Um, it's all been uh, linted and approved. <laughs> it's all it's all good. This is a good look at um, how to kind of create your own uh, prop maker projects. Initializes initializes all the things you need, like the external power pin, so you can do um, sleep mode, uh, deep sleep mode. Um, it's got the amplifier, um, the NeoPixel, the servo pins. And then uh, it's using the CircuitPython LED animation library. So uh, you can change that up if you want to have different animations. Um, and then all the um, all the values are here for like changing how much the servo is moving and how long it's pausing for and you know what what uh, animation gets triggered when. So you can change all that up. Here are all the files. Um, and a little breakdown of how uh, the code is working. So shout out to Liz again for coming up with the code and breaking it down for everybody. So check that out. You can reuse it if you're doing a, a similar project. And then we can get into the meat and potatoes. Well, this is kind of the meat and potatoes. More potatoes. Uh, all the parts, uh, assembling all the parts. Um, it's broken down. Uh, this was one of the last minute things when uh, I printed it in this light blue color. Uh, we got a lot of light leaking into the Adabot head. So like his whole head would light up and we just want the mouth to light up. So I figure let's 3D print a mask that masks out, you know, only the mouth and I guess the eyes too. Um, so we have like this mask that you have to put on the inside. Or you can use um, what Pedro did is he added a mm, electrical yeah, yeah. Uh, to the to the first and last pixel. Oh, you didn't really, add it in the. Really yeah. I have it in the folder. The picture. No, because if you're gonna print the face mask, you don't need to. You don't yeah, need to block true. it. So yeah, yeah. So the head are separate. The arms. Um, so these magnets. Um, they have a pretty tight fit, so I'm using vice grips to force fit them in. And uh, these this way, um, they're they're like really in there without having to use glue. And then they have these like little slots, so you can always poke them out if you get the polarity wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting the polarity <laughs> is always a little bit difficult. So definitely, even when you align them properly, they somehow yeah. flip on you. <laughs> I know. So always check and double check um, your polarity when you're installing the magnets. Um, but this gives you an idea of how uh, the arm joint and the claw um, are press fitted into uh, the little cavities there. And then this last piece just shows you how they get snap fitted. Pedro did a demo already, so that's good. So those are the arms. Then we're going into the body. You got the lightning ball. You got the legs. Um, the legs have these little joints that have threads on them. So they screw into the to little dog joints. And then they're uh, kind of 
um, posable so you can like rotate them freely. And sawing the arms, you want to get the, the joint into the body first, and then you want to fit the, uh, the arm into it, and then the claw on the other end, and then you just snap the other half on top to clamp them shut, and then repeat the process. Um, yeah. Next up is wiring. You want to wire up your, uh, your slide switch, your button, so that covers that bit. NeoPixel has its own. You got a three-wire silicone cable. Um, make sure to get the lengths right. You don't want to have it too short or too long. Um, so I made sure that the lengths are like good enough so you have enough slack to take it apart and put it together, and so, the wires won't, uh, uh, what do you call it? They won't kink or get uh -huh. caught in the servo. Yeah, the way I usually measure stuff is, um, so I'll have it open like that, so the the case where it's mounted will be right next to it, and that's yeah. how I measure how much I'm going to need. So I have, I know that I'll have just enough to have it open when I need to work on it. That's what the measurement will be for that, for any yeah. other projects that we're working on. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah, that's that's how I, I come up with them too. Um, for this one, um, for the NeoPixel, I ended up using heat shrink tubing to kind of color code. The, I did the the wires. Exactly once it, yeah. right? Once it's wired oh, up yeah. and installed, you can't tell. Mm -hmm. which wire is what so i have you know the ground is red and the signal is white um, i did just one i just labeled just the ground because i know right next to the ground is oh the, okay the um data in and then right next to data in is the, the uh five volt cool um there's a special mount for the neopixel um so we're using these m25 standoffs to elevate it so that it doesn't melt if it gets too hot, like if you want to have it constantly on at full brightness, oh, this is a good oh. way to make it so it doesn't, you know, melt. Because I've run into that before where the NeoPix gets so hot. I don't think it'll melt. I think the main thing is so it doesn't illuminate the entire face, you know, just in case the, the face mask, you know. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't do the job. A quick comment from Mark. Uh, is it all PLA? Yeah, it is all PLA. Um, nothing special. You could use PETG if you want a stronger part, I suppose. Yeah, that um, but I think, uh, yeah, I think PLA or PETG will work well. Mm -hmm. Just change your slice settings accordingly. I think PETG is printed hotter. Yeah, hotter and slower. Right. Uh, and then when you want to get the uh, the NeoPixel installed, um, we kind of need to install the neck first mm -hmm. so the neck gets installed with these longer screws and then the new pixel mount fits over that and then it gets secured with us with uh, those hex nuts and then you want to get the cable fitted through the neck because that's uh then that the wire needs to go through the neck it's eddie bot's uh vertebrae <laughs> next up this is uh the speaker um originally like i had to splice some wires but Peter's like yo we carry these these uh these extension cables Mm -hmm. that are the uh, the right connector for the speaker. So these are the Pico blade connectors, the two pin wires. So you just get one of those, and then uh, you don't have to solder it because it's already soldered, which is great. I actually um, recommend the, the speaker with the shorter wire because then it'll be like the perfect length. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I hope we have all these. Uh, here we had all these extra um, oval with the little wires. I think it was for the, oh, was it for the Monster Mask? I forget what we were using. Yeah. There. Yeah, so these guys, these guys have a little bit longer cable, but you're saying there's a there's one with a smaller cable. Let me see yeah, if I can just type really it in. short. 
I was like, oh, cool. I can finally use these. <laughs> yeah, these guys. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That worked perfect. Yeah, this is the exact same. It's just a shorter cable. Mm -hmm. Same price. Oh. It should be the same price. Wow. It's just um, the perfect length I found with the extent, the, uh, the socket. Yeah, that is true because I do have a lot of the excess inside the head. Yeah. Huh. That I was just by luck. With me to get rid of the little ones. I thought it was too short. But little ones. <laughs> that's funny. I thought it was too short. No, it's perfect. All right, I'll update the guide. They're both in stock, so it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. Right now. Anywho, uh, it has a, a speak uh, sticky backing, so you just want to peel that and stick it to the spot above the Adabot head because that's where the speaker holes are, right above the head. I think that's a good spot for it. And then just pass the cable through the neck again. Mm -hmm. Onward to the switch. The switch has a dedicated little switch holder. Um, we you can um, probably hot glue it in place or bend the. I yeah, I did just to give it some strain it. relief. Yeah. yeah, give it some strain relief. Yep, um, and it gets secured to the back cover of the head with the uh, M25 screws and hex nuts, and then you want to get the uh, the cable threaded to the neck again, and then just snap fit it in there. Now we're going to connect the head to the body. To do that, we got to get all the cables through the hole in the body where the neck fits, and then fit the neck through um, that hole. And then we have this like little neck retainer. It just keeps the head from falling off. It's got a pretty tight fit, so you just want to like slip it on and like press fit it into place until it's flush, like that. And then um, the next thing is to get the cables through the neck gear. So there's a special gear that gets added to the neck. There are these little keys and slots. So you want to line that up once you get it installed. And uh, there you can see a good look at the, uh, the key and slot there so that it doesn't slip. So that's, that's the method I came up with to keep the gear without being glued. Everything is a press fit. Um, next up is to solder the slide switch. You could solder the slide switch and then pass the switch through the neck. There's enough clearance in the neck hole <laughs> uh, to get the switch back in there, but I already installed it, so you might as well just do it this way. Um, and then I'm using the new clips, the OmniFixo clips with the magnetic. Um, a I love these things so much. They, it's such yeah. a great thing. If you're oh, doing a lot of uh, rework or just any soldering, or like I definitely recommend. Or the smallest clips. amount of soldering. Yeah. Like so I ditched my shirt helping hands. For these just clips. positioning this for so thing. great. Yeah, maybe Shop Talk. I'll take a look at them because I have them here. Yeah, those so, yeah. Clips all in the trash. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Uh, compared to these, these are like luxury. Okay. All right. So once you get your slide switch, it's time to assemble all the things. So here we are um, getting the uh, the feather mounted uh, to the back cover here, and then we're getting um, the uh, the back cover. Or no, 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 sorry, we're we're just securing uh, the feather with these machine screws to the built-in standoffs, and then now we can start connecting all the components. So here we're gonna do um, the servo. It's just plugged in. in. Um, the speaker, followed by. Uh, the button, the NeoPixel power, the ground wires. There's two ground wires, one from the button mm -hmm. and one from uh, the NeoPixel. So you just want to share that. Yeah, there's um, enough room for, I think, like four. 
maybe six. Yeah. Like the height for that. Right. And so, then yeah. uh, the last bit is the, uh, the NeoPixel um, inside the screw block terminal. Good thing we have heat shrink tubing because we yes. know what the colors are. And uh, I would I would reference the circuit diagram because uh, at this point you really can't look at the back of the feather because it's secured in place. So uh, I I had an extra feather on hand just so I could oh, look funny. at it and be like, okay, bam, that's good. <laughs> this is there. Okay, this is the <laughs> yeah yeah they're in the back. The orientation that you're at, you know. Yeah, the labels are on the back of it, but you can't no access it. Yeah, there's no way to print that on. Terminal yeah. itself or anything, but yeah, yeah, I just used another feather, so that's funny. Bye, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I did get more feathers. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was the lifesaver there. That's funny. The last bit is to plug in the battery, that's super easy. Um, so just plug it in. Final assembly is to get the battery installed inside the body so it's flush up against like the lightning bolt, and then just making sure all the cables are you know out of the way so they're not like being pinched with the gear the gears when they mesh the back cover snap fits so we get that fitted and then uh, there's a little hole there that lines up with the usb port that's pretty much it use the slide switch turned on and off um recharge the battery if you want there's a little charging led built into the uh into the feather that you could just about make out when you're looking at the bottom of it and yeah, that's pretty much it. That is the learn guide. So good. Check it out. Let us know yes. what you think. The kids absolutely hey, love it. It's finally loading. Cool. Looks like it just was a weird caching issue. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> I think Adabot's done. Looking at yeah, it. Operation photos. Yeah, there's a lot. Do you read me? Over. <laughs> Yes, we read you, Edibot. Yes, the kids uh, absolutely love this little robot. Cool, cool. I'm checking out the comments. <clears throat> I am getting my stop talk time. If anybody has any questions, just let us know. Just suggestions uh, from uh, DJ Devin, talking about the slip ring. It's a good idea to use those. I think you are going to use it on the R2-D2. Yeah, I'll tell, you, bigger. I'll tell you why I didn't use it. Um, bigger. Since the servo is just moving 80 degrees, there isn't oh, really a point yeah. where the, the, the wires are going to get um, mm -hmm. like twisted. It's always going to go back. You know, So there's a very limited range of motion. And with the code, he's only moving his head like very, not even 180 degrees. It's always like half that or... Oh, and it's the price of the feather, isn't it? The slip ring. Yeah, I guess it can be a little pricey. I've never used one, but I plan to use one. one here. Yeah, I plan to use one of these um, for the for the R2D2 because its head will be continuously spinning. But these are special cable harnesses that allow like continuous rotation mm -hmm. of uh, <clears throat> the thing. So that's pretty cool. And they come in different diameters, different wire amounts. So these are pretty cool. Yeah, great for robotics projects. So there you go. Good good tip. <clears throat> There's a request for, oh, I already posted it. Um, the printables link, I linked to that. You can grab it there. Yeah, Devin's saying, yeah, you'll need one with a continuous servo. Yeah, so if you want Edabot's head to keep me spinning, kind of like uh, Poltergeist movie. Uh, 
That, that would be kind of funny. Let's see, the 3D model for the prop maker is on the GitHub as well. CADS posted the link to that as well. So you can grab that for any other future projects. Definitely want to use it for the mounts. The mount is different, especially in the area of the terminal. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like a little pin. Yeah, the, yeah, I found the right CAD model from the manufacturer too. Oh, um, the terminal. So well. the exact, yeah, so it's the exact model from the manufacturer. Um, but yeah, everything else is good. You got your right angle um, stem connector, which frees up a lot of space. And then, of course, the buttons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess for Shop Talk, um, we're talking about these fix uh, OmniFixo clamps. So they have um, this ball socket that's magnetic. And then these little bits here that allow you to position it in any angle. And then you have uh, these silicone heat safe um, grabby bits. It's spring loaded. So you can grab your board and then position it however you like. And you can purchase these from the OmniFixa website. I got yeah, four of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can have your wire right here. And, uh, That's what I was going to say. It's so good with wires because usually with wires, the alligator clips, once you start soldering, the heat will melt them and then you have like this pinch on your wire. Yeah. Yeah, these are flat, so they're not going to like leave a bite mark too, which is... And the which pressure really that is applied to them is freaking absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's perfect for uh, the PVC type wires, especially. Like those How get much melted. those support? I, don't I have no idea. No, not like a motor, like a NEMA 17 motor. Right. Maybe not <laughs> NEMA. But at that point, you want to use like a Panavise. Yeah, this is true. That's true. Yeah. So uh, this, we do stock this heat, heat uh, rework station thing. Mm-hmm. It's completely metal. It's got really nice uh, powder coated metal, steel, whatever it is. And um, it, it's got some weight to it. And there's these slots here for attaching other bits. Yeah, it but, um, comes with the, the alligator clips, which are in the trash. And then it comes with other <laughs> uh, magnets, little magnet things that try to attempt to be like a little holder thing. You got to like screw it on. It's like half of a screw. It's not really that good. I use it to hold back a Fumix oh, yeah, fan. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, they're not that good for holding things. But the magnets, I use them to Again, like prop things up or hold back the uh, fume extractor uh, fan. Okay. Or if you have a metal plate, use that. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. Um, there are magnets on it too, so I use it in conjunction with uh, okay. the clips. Yeah. You see here, these slots are being used um, mm-hmm. for for holding their whatever things. I guess you could hold something else there that isn't going to mm-hmm. get melty. <clears throat> not wires. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not wires. Not even a board sometimes. You'll hold one thing on and it like flips on you. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I'm a fan. I really like these. And uh, that's the shop talk. I thought I'd uh, recommend them. Let me go to the website. Working all this stuff so pleasurable. Like, yeah. Because it's just, you're not spending camera work. You know, you're like, oh no, I can't see it. I got to rotate it this way. Now I have to have my hand all freaking crazy yep. nope, that's they have a wing on their website and an argon board <laughs> and uh oh player. that's funny <laughs> what um fans of adafruit i think uh so omni fix so it's their website um their stuff is uh 
shipping now. It was in uh, pre-order a couple of weeks mm. ago. But they have their own metal plate, which is mm-hmm. nice. It has like uh, man, clips are where it's at. This is actually helpful to have. Um, uh, uh, sorry, my brain. Sure? Oh, yeah, the the ruler because then I can measure the wire length without having to bring out oh. my tape measuring tool. So I just okay. thought of that. It's really nice. I actually. might. I might buy it. <laughs> yeah, I want to help them out. I want to yeah. buy that one too. <laughs> yeah. So they make lovely things. Uh huh. Shipped uh, pretty well. Yeah. This is a good gift here. I'm sure the, yeah, the weight. Yeah. I'm sure the weight, um, uh, supporting weight is probably listed on there somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. I like this example of like, here's your connector and here's your wire. Now all you got to do is just focus on holding your soldering wire and your soldering iron. And I'm usually it. like, yeah, now it's just right. like and you just leave can. it and solder it, and that's it. Bam. <laughs> yeah. I don't so. need no awkward, you know, obstructing the lens and the camera to freaking solder something. It's right there. Yeah. The, the magnetic ball joint is like revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they got fantastic photos of the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just really like it. Maybe, maybe those pictures that, yeah oh, that is a great like no no bitey in the tar are no aggressive alligators <laughs> yeah these springs are great too man so lovely photos man this is a great sight yeah, this is yes your life will change no kidding <laughs> yeah it's designed in sweden you know it's good yeah <laughs> that's why yeah so find out if you're in europe get your own uh Europe distributor, I think they, they they ship everywhere since they're shipping from mm-hmm. um, Sweden. Oh yeah, this is an Insta buy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm not being sponsored. I just I just really used it, and uh, we already have your we we have ours, so we feel comfortable talking about them if they go yeah. out of stock. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make sure that I could use it before I was exactly. Like, hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I said, I got four of them, mm-hmm. and I'm only using two so far. But I'm sure there'll be a spot no, where I, I was telling you get six, two. dude. Get six. Get six you never know. know. For like holding up products for the hero shots. Sure, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Something. Yeah. So that's our shop talk. Sponsored by no. That's <laughs> good. Maybe we'll stop. Like I, I, we gotta bring it up to Lamar and be like, hey, you gotta stock these. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Actually, she'll use first. Um, we've seen those seen these like a while back, but again, it's always like on pre-order, and then Brent mentioned them again. I was like, Yeah, he, yeah, he mentioned it. <sighs> scroll down like wait a minute you can just get these clips what? that's all i want i don't want a base they come in these little uh paper mm-hmm. eco-friendly bags that are recyclable so they went the whole extra extra mile so very all right. nice all right that's chop talk right, we so are ready for community makes community makes this week is this pretty cool dragon cup dragon cup Printed in PLA Rainbow. This came yeah. out excellent. Has a nice amount of storage space for your quick grab little tools that you always have on hand with an awesome little dragon. Super cool detail on this guy. This was designed by Prue. And this was um, this was used to test the tree supports in the new Cura. Although it kept crashing when I tried, so I just used regular supports and it came out freaking really good. Uh, yeah, let's see where the supports were. All that was. It's just using the standard supports I use in all of my prints. So any of the settings, if you really want to get down, dive in. It's in any of the printing um, section pages on any of the projects that we've uh, recently posted. You can grab those there. 
And yeah, whatever um, new support slicing algorithm that they have inside of Cura, it flicks almost right off. Yeah, one of the things I did look at what the um, settings that they're using for the tree supports, and they're using like zero percent density. So I tried that out; it worked pretty good. So yeah. yeah, you're using so much less support material for for this because you know the supports are going all between here, and you're getting all up in the uh, or these little spines for the dragon, and those come out perfect. Wow. And, yeah. You could see where a lot of sports also happen, like on his beard and all that, and it just came out perfect. Sweet. Oh, that's so, a really cool rainbow color there. Yeah. So um, this was posted by the Ultimaker Cura account. And then um, the designer is named Peru Mas. So they designed it, but Cura, I guess, published it, like Ultimaker Cura. And here's some photos of that. Support I'll material, try it, yeah. the tree stuff, yeah, and uh, old tree support, new tree support. So there's a little example of it. So they're really promoting to check out their tree support. I tried. We'll give it a try when uh, they update it or something. Maybe with your profile, it'll work. It, it didn't. Oh right, maybe. Yeah, you know, I'll give it a try then. Um, my printer was pretty busy <laughs> with Adabot, but now yeah. that I'm free, I could try this out. So yeah, it looks good. And what if do they not the standard supports work even better now? <laughs> this is great. They got their whole That's what I was looking at. Yeah, I copied all that stuff. And yeah, it crashed and it crashed. Yeah. Oh boy, it just would not slice. Yeah, you gotta get a Windows machine, man. But you have a Windows <laughs> machine, you could use that, I guess. See I think it's the profile to the printer. Oh man, I'll try it on the, the uh, on the Ultimaker. What Ultimaker did they use? One of the S's, probably. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. That's their latest. Cool. All right. Well, that is uh, this week's time lapse. Check out the video if you want to take that out. That's what I'm using as my tool storage now. Very nice. I yeah. have a dragon okay. cup tool holder. Yeah. And I went ahead and ordered more of the um, rainbow PLA. Yeah. Is that good? Is it? Is it this strong? Stuff is good. Yeah. This yeah. Stuff is some strong. of the some of the silk PLA is like brittle. Yeah. Yeah. I threw that uh, spool away. Okay. Immediately, I think I was printing the, the ultra hand. I tried to take one support off, and the whole thing broke. I'm like, okay, you're go, you're whole. This roll yeah. is going in the trash. <laughs> Failed. Oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thankfully, these days filament isn't fifty dollars. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks next day. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that's the time lapse Tuesday. We're gonna roll right into time. Uh, roll right into community makes. First up, we have a make of this uh, little planter or tool cup holder of uh, Super Mario Brothers inspired Boo. So this is Boo. This was printed by Harold, and they printed it in this shiny, silky metal, I think. Maybe it's copper. It's hard to tell. It's kind of copper. Yeah. doesn't say what printer or any. Oh, any cubic i3 mega. But not sure what the filament is, but very cool. Looks very nice. So lots of folks have printed this one out and uh, put plants in it, which is very fun. After that, we have a 3D printed unicorn horn printed in this lovely silky rainbow filament. This is posted up by Michael. Um, they say, uh, I won't be adding electronics, but I think these look great on a hat. Printing using everyone tricolor silk PLA. Hey, I like everyone. They have really Ooh. good sparkle PLA. Did they put uh, it on their horse? 
Somebody put it on their horse. Yeah, check it out. Oh, that's a different one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. That's one. a donkey, I think. Look oh. at the braids on that donkey. <laughs> and or maybe it is a horse. A horse, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all sorts of a oh, dog. Oh, uh, I like the dog. Yeah. Yeah, I like the when when they put it on a real horse. That's great. Uh, but yeah, Michael P posted it up and the. They printed it in vase mode with 0.6 line width. Wow. Hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it fits great on a hat. This was a collab project with Becky. She sewed mm -hmm. it up and like did the video, I think. Yeah. Yes. That's a cool hat. And they glow in the dark. You can glow in the dark. You can print it in Ninja Flex too, right? Isn't that what we did? Mm -hmm. These days, everybody's using Silk <laughs> PLA. <laughs> That's cool. All right. And then after that, last make of the week. Is another yeah. Epcot spaceship Earth. It looks pretty clean. Holy yeah, crap. this is posted up by Snake. And uh, yeah, this is prints without no supports. You can just about see where uh, mm -hmm. the printer is like starting to, you know, do the overhang. And they got the magnets installed. I guess they're waiting on the electronics. But yeah. Uh, I also have an update on uh, the WLED. Check this out, man. So we go to install.wled.me, and uh, they have oh, a new beta. Right. Yeah, and yeah. the new beta supports S3, C3, and all the other things. So if you go to GitHub, and you go to the release, I check like it out. They support the S2, S3, C3. So they, they support a bunch of different ESP32 boards now. But this so, one's on the new matrixes? The new matrix, yeah, maybe. What? No, because they're different LEDs, right? Ah. Yeah, it supports, um, you know, the WOS mm, yeah, yeah. and the SK chipset. So they have all the documentation on what LEDs they support. So double check that. But I have yet to test it on some of our, because we have a ton of Feather S2 and S3s. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll try a Feather S2 on my mm. little 16 by 16 NeoPixel display. Because uh, right now it's running Circuit Python, but I'd like to try out some of their crazy animations. So if folks are wanting to use one of their ESP variants and they want to use WLED, try the new beta. That might work for you. And there's new 2D effects as well. Soap, octopus, and waves, <laughs> waving cell. Huh. I know what those are. And a half a year's worth of improvements and fixes. Wow. That's amazing. Dang. Yeah. Shout out Air Cookie in the community. And that is this week's Community Makes. Awesome. I believe that is it for the show. Yeah. Right on time. Very cool. Don't forget, if you want to pick up anything that's in stock, Adabot will get you a 10% off your total order tonight. We'll have another coupon code for Ask an Engineer, uh, which will start at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, special guest host, um, John Park, JP, and Lars. They'll be hosting uh, the show and tell. We have a whole slew of shows that happen on the week with uh, the Circuit Python Weekly on Mondays, JP's Product Pick of the Week on Tuesdays, uh, 3D Hangouts. Show and tell, Ask an Engineer on Wednesday. JP has another show on Thursday with JP's workshop. And then Friday is a deep dive with 
Foma guy, Tim. So we have just about every day. Yeah, basically every day. Yeah. And then on Sundays, from the desk of Lady Ada, mm -hmm. random hacker hours. And then throughout the week, you can see all of the behind the scenes, what the factory is working on, getting all yeah. these products out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the My Little Hacker board. That's mm -hmm. in the works. We have new Matrix portal in the works. Yeah. All sorts of new slash new. Yeah, what's new? Let's see. The segment displays, updated S2 feather with BME 280. Ooh, there's these new, yeah. Some Picos. Yeah. Are the Raspberry Pis still in stock? I don't know. Let's search. And people, the. Uh, we have the 8 gig Pi 4. Cool. Get your Raspberry Pi 4. Get them. Yeah, that's great. I already got one. Cool. Yeah, I don't have any Pi projects on the docket, but you never know when. It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh my God, we, we have, to have these parts ready to go. <laughs> Chat GPT project. Get your Pi. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, let me shout out everybody before we head out. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in live and everybody watching on the archive. Um, we'll see you on Show and Tell, I think, later tonight. We invite you to come on. Just hang out a little bit before 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll drop in the uh, – or JP will drop the link to join if you want to share your projects. We encourage you to come on. We like seeing everybody's projects, work in progress, art, all sorts of fun stuff. So again, shout out to everybody. Thank you so much for watching. This is 3D Hangouts and Adafruit Production. Until next week, remember to make a great day. See you later tonight. Bye, folks. I'm going to close it out now. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>